We hope you are enjoying our expanded podcast schedule. For the month of July, we have something new for our members. Each month, members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of July, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code fireworks at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code fireworks. Thank you for your support. July 26, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. A Russian delegation led by Defense Minister Sergei Shogu arrived in North Korea to participate in the celebrations of the 70th anniversary of the end of the Korean War. This visit is significant as it is the first of its kind since North Korea closed its borders due to the pandemic. The inclusion of Chinese and Russian envoys in the celebrations has led some analysts to speculate that this might indicate a possible loosening of COVID-19 restrictions in the country. Both China and Russia have been longtime allies of North Korea, and their presence at the parade reflects their historical support. The visit also occurs amidst rising geopolitical tensions between the United States and Russia over the Ukraine war and strained relations between Beijing and Washington due to Taiwan. Recently, a U.S. soldier who fled to North Korea has become a subject of dialogue between the United States and North Korea. China has reappointed Wang Yi as its foreign minister, signaling a familiar face in its dealings with the United States amid efforts to stabilize relations. However, his return is not expected to significantly change the troubled bilateral relationship or address concerns about the opaque workings of President Xi Jinping's government. Wang's reappointment comes after the disappearance of Chen Gang, a Xi protege, who served as foreign minister for only half a year before vanishing from the public eye. Wang's seniority within the Communist Party and his concurrent position atop the Foreign Affairs Commission may provide continuity for China in its international meetings. Nonetheless, the move also highlights the unpredictability and opacity of China's foreign policy establishment. After a dramatic vote by the Israeli government to limit judicial oversight, questions arise about the country's future. Protests, military reservists' actions, and the Supreme Court's role are all in focus. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's grip on power is under scrutiny as his nationalist and religiously conservative coalition appears to wield significant control over him. The government's plan to overhaul the judiciary triggered massive protests, damaged the economy, and impacted Netanyahu's popularity. Some believe he may be content with the outcome, given his trial on corruption charges and a more contentious relationship with courts. Netanyahu formed an alliance with politicians from the political fringe 
leading to concerns about curtailing court powers, especially from ultra-Orthodox and nationalist parties. Despite pledges for compromise, the future of the government and judicial proposals remains uncertain amid widespread discontent and firm coalition support. Elsewhere, the Polish government's solidarity with Kyiv is conditional on financial support, as it threatens to close its border for the second time unless the EU provides cash and extends restrictions on Ukrainian agricultural products. The EU has established solidarity lanes to help Ukraine export its stranded agricultural goods after Russia blocked its traditional Black Sea route. Polish farmers argue that Ukrainian products undercut their own produce, leading to a flood of Ukrainian grain into Poland. While some EU countries support Ukraine's stance and criticize Poland's actions for undermining the bloc's internal financial market and supporting Russia, Poland is resolute in prioritizing its farmers' interests. The current restrictions are set to expire, but Poland insists it will not allow Ukrainian grain imports. Lithuania proposed an alternative export route through its ports, but the increased costs make Ukrainian produce less competitive. Poland demands financial support from the EU or other countries to subsidize grain transport, but concerns arise about the transparency of grain imports, with rumors of government officials encouraging companies to take advantage of lower prices. The situation remains tense as Poland prepares for an upcoming election. India's parliament has granted authorization for an opposition-led no-confidence vote against Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government in response to concerns over ethnic clashes in Manipur state. Despite the no-confidence vote, Modi's ruling party has a solid majority in the lower house and is unlikely to be affected. The opposition aims to initiate a debate on the violence in Manipur, where over 130 people have been killed and 60,000 displaced since May. Modi, who has not publicly commented on the violence until recently, condemned a recent incident where two women were paraded naked and assaulted. Opposition parties have disrupted parliament to demand a detailed statement from Modi on the situation in Manipur. The violence is considered a security and political failure by Modi's government, and the issue will likely be a significant concern in the upcoming national election. Tensions between the United States and Russia have escalated further in Syria, as Russian fighter jets damaged an American MQ-9 drone flying over the country. The incident occurred after a Russian jet deployed flares, which struck the drone's propeller after engaging in dangerous maneuvers in close proximity to the U.S. aircraft. The American operator managed to safely return the damaged drone to its base. This is the latest in a series of confrontations between Russian jets and U.S. drones in Syria, highlighting the ongoing friction between the two nations in their fight against ISIS. The U.S. has called on Russia to end its reckless and unprofessional behavior, and the incidents come amid broader tensions over Russia's actions in Ukraine. In lighter news, police in California were called to deal with a situation where a group of goats escaped their enclosure and wandered into a neighborhood, taking over the area. The Pinole Police Department shared a video on Facebook showing the neighborhood overrun with the escaped goats. They successfully rounded up the goats and returned them to their enclosure. 
Although the ownership of the goats was not mentioned, the incident coincided with the Bay Area Rapid Transit's announcement of replacing their fire mitigation goats with sheep. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>